here. I'm Janie Budnick, the pet sitter guru and founder of Pet Biz Hive and Pet Biz MBA. The Pet Biz Hive podcast is a space for pet business owners to still get all those things done while getting some tips and business education in their ears. So pop in an earbud and get ready for the buzz. Hey there, friends, and welcome to another Tip Tuesday. So how many of you have written a business plan? Maybe you created a business plan when you first started your business. I know typically with pet businesses, especially the in-home pet businesses, we typically have a low barrier to entry on the financial end. Uh, Many of you probably started your pet businesses without any actual cash investment. Uh, I know in my case, I pretty much hung out my shingle. It took a very small amount of money to get started just for printing, uh, some general things like that, but it was very minimal. So typically we do not need to go into a full business plan in order to get uh, investment money or to get a loan from the bank. So many times this step is just overlooked in the in-home pet business industry. And sometimes it's never looked back at because who wants to spend days, sometimes even weeks with all of the research that is required for a full business plan. And now it is a really great time investment from the research perspective of really understanding your market and understanding your business, your growth potential, and of course, your future financials. But it is not really something that is talked about in our industry doing that full built out business plan. But what I propose is that everyone gets in the habit of at least annually doing a nugget business plan. Now, this can be considered a business plan or it can just be a little bit more of a beefed up goal setting session. Now, I certainly hope everyone has their own goal setting sessions if you are a solopreneur. Absolutely, you need to set your own goals for specific periods of time, whether that is uh, the next month, the next quarter, the next half year, or of course, the next year is at least how often you want to do this. But certainly when you are building a team, when you are bringing on additional Uh, staff caregivers, when you are starting to bring in administrative help, if you are bringing in managers, you want to make sure your entire team is on the same page as to what the company's goals are and the strategies that you've developed to meet those goals. So using this nugget plan is a great opportunity to get everyone on the same page. So I do recommend that you have these no matter what phase of business you're in, because instead of just putting the daily fires out, and then all of a sudden you are at the end of the month and you realize, good Lord, where did the entire month go? And what progress have I made on my goals? This is the opportunity to be proactive and figure out what you're going to do and calendarize what is going to be important to moving the needle on your pet business. So 
I have a little something for you. I don't know if everyone here uses Canva or not, but I am like a Canva queen. I absolutely adore it. And so many of the things that I put out there are Canva templates. Now these are swipe files. A huge benefit to a swipe file is you can take that, you can import it into your own Canva, which there is a Canva free. I highly recommend Canva Pro, but there is a Canva free version that you can swipe these files right into. You can change pictures, change fonts, change colors, make it yours, brand it to your company, put your data in there, which, you know, of course is what I expect. Any swipe files, you make it your own. It is free for you to use. And so I have put together in Canva a swipe, a swipe file for you of a little nugget business plan. Again, this is not a full-blown business plan. Um, of course, I have done a full-blown business plan. I know what is involved. I know the sections. I can certainly put one of those out there if you really are truly interested. But I'm telling you, this nugget is really going to be more achievable for you and is actually going to be fun for you to write because you can dream big, set big goals. I don't want any of you to have small thinking around here. We are all about big. Seven is the new six. We are seven fig big around here. So the sections that I have on this nugget business plan, first of all, you want to, of course, define your company. Now that is typically standard with any type of a business plan is you always do start out with the definition of who you are, what your purpose is, and this is a great time for you to clarify that. So that is really done in your business overview. This is the purpose of the business plan. Of course, if you do a full-blown one, it might be for funding or, or investors, but at the baseline, this is your strategic plan going forward for the next period of time that you define. So take the time to define the current market problem and the solution, how you actually solve that problem. You want to define your unique perceived benefit. That's your UPB. I usually like to use that more than the typical business USP, which is your unique selling proposition. Because of course, from that perspective, it's what you are selling and how you are presenting that to the client that um, they see you as different than your competition and choose you. But with the UPB, that unique perceived benefit, that is what you are putting forward that your clients feel as a benefit. It's what they perceive as a benefit. You know, sometimes what we think is our unique proposition is not what is going to be received by your marketplace as being of value to them. So that's why I do prefer using the UPB of the perceived benefit instead. So you want to make sure you are describing that. What is it that is unique to you that your clients do see as a value over the rest of the solutions in the market? Make sure that you include your mission and your company values. If you don't have that defined, please take the time to do that. What are you all about? Who are you in your market and who do you want to be for your community? So yeah, make sure you take this nugget plan. Define how long it's going to be. I, of course, like to do quarterly planning in our office with our managers. We have weekly meetings, but 
we set quarterly goals in a very special type of half-day meeting that is um, our four insights meeting. I'll probably talk about that at some point down the road. But you definitely want to have, you know, those regular meetings if you have staff to keep everybody on the same page. And then, you know, regularly meetings, regular meetings with yourself are important too. You know, I mean, spend that time, put it in your calendar for when you are going to go over this type of information. One of the sections in this nugget plan is going to be your marketing and your sales plan. So that is really defined as how you are going to deliver on your promise. So what are you going to be for your market? What is your mission? What is your vision? And how are you going to deliver that into the marketplace? So you want to define aspects of your sales funnel. Of course, I had my uh, sales funnel series on the Pet Biz Hive recently. Go back and watch those four different videos if you have not yet, because that will help you better define what your sales funnel is if you do not have one. The sales funnel process is, wow, it's just not something they teach you in school, um, unless you specifically went to a business and marketing school, of course. But you really need to define within your sales funnel, you know, the several different aspects, how you are going to have your prospects learn about you. You know, are you, are you in the veterinary clinics? You know, think of who knows your new best client before you do. Who is going to see them first? Is that going to be your breeders, your rescue groups, uh, your veterinarians who are seeing the puppies whenever they are first brought to the vet? Who is going to see those potential clients before they even start thinking about needing a dog walker or a pet sitter? So you really want to make sure you have those aspects of the sales funnel, the awareness aspects really buttoned up. Um, You want to define how you're going to engage and nurture them, how you are going to transform them from prospects into clients, how you actually are going to deliver your Uh, deliver on your promises through service fulfillment, how you are going to make sure that you are not just meeting expectations, of course, that you are exceeding expectations. And then how do you nurture and engage them ongoing? Are you transactional? Is it one and done? Or are you developing relationships with your clients? And then how you are going to encourage them to become raving fans, vocal advocates of your company so that if they find out that their friend just got a puppy, they are right away on the ball and saying, oh my gosh, when you need somebody, when you go out of town, my pet sitter is the most amazing one. I am going to give you their name. So that is what you want to have is those raving fans who are looking for opportunities to tell other people about you. So that marketing plan and sales plan is important. It is something that, of course, is going to be defined by you and set by you, but needs to be evaluated regularly to see if any aspect of that needs to change. So that is a little bit more of a static part of this nugget plan that you can just carry forward um, on your quarterly or annual basis. Then we come to our objectives. So what are your company's measurable objectives? You do want to make sure that you define these by, you know, any one of the normal acronyms. I think everybody pretty much 
uh, here's more often in our business space about the SMART goals, you know, specific, measurable, that they are actionable, realistic, and time-bound. There are also pure goals, clear goals, and then from the military, you have the SMEEK. I'm assuming that's how you say it. Uh, you military people that are listening to me are probably giggling right now, but the SMEAC goals. So there are other versions you can go to, to to make sure it best fits who you are. So here's just some possible objectives. Do you have a revenue goal, a profit goal? Uh, do you have a target of new clients that you want? Do you have a specific close rate? Do you have the intention of uh, meeting with every veterinarian in your market? Do you want to have a specific satisfaction goal with your clients? So what are those actual measurable company goals? So you want to make sure that these are developed as metrics that you are measuring on a regular basis. We do this through our scorecard, which is the metrics that are important to our company that are the ones that are going to most effectively make the needle move on our business. Uh, So you do want to develop what these are. These can be, of course, annual objectives, and you can break them down on a quarterly basis so you know you are staying on target with your objectives. So make sure that you don't think small here. Uh, You want to have aggressive goals. Uh, Some people actually will do the... um, you know, a great aggressive goal, and then they will additionally have a stretch goal, which is a big explosion that you know you are reaching for that is perhaps a higher, a much higher percent of growth than you would normally see year over year. I always encourage people to have those stretch goals that you have the team united behind. So next section, what are your strategies to achieve the objectives you've just defined. This is really a high level look at what it is going to take. Now this is this is a little bit more of a dig deep section on strategies. Who do you have to be to meet your objectives? So this is not just a what do you have to do section. This is who do you have to be because a lot of business growth is determined by our own limiting beliefs and, uh, frankly, in our industry, our own lack of self-care for ourselves. So who are you going to have to intentionally become to meet your objectives of your company? How do you want to be known? What types of resources are you going to need to be able to meet those objectives? Do you have to reach outside of yourself if you're an introvert like me and in order to meet your objectives, you're going to have to get out there and network with different professionals? What do you have to do? How do you need to redefine yourself and squash those limiting beliefs to get out there and do that? This is not just taking those things that, you know, you you know you need to do, but you don't want to do and throwing them in your snake bucket in the corner. This is actually describing how you are going to need to plan these kinds of things to meet your objectives. What relationships do you need to build? Uh, what do you need to actually create? So this might be even down to some of the starters out there maybe you need to create a website to start bringing in those new client inquiries. So what are the actual strategies to make your business successful over time? 
Very important. And then the last section, of course, is your action plan. What are those concrete actions that you need to do to meet those strategies that are going to hit your objectives? So these are even more so down to SMART goals, time-bound goals. This is what are the specific marketing actions that you take, you need to take and by when? So let's say it is a website. So, um, you know, if I were writing up an action plan for, you know, a nugget, a nugget plan like this, and let's say that developing the website was one, um, and I was looking at the next month timeline that let's say by the last day of this coming month, I am going to have this website buttoned up on my end. So back it up from there. Uh, a week from now, I need to decide on who my web developer is. So I will have that done by this date. And, you know, contract signed, deposit paid, whatever the situation is. Then by this specific date, a week later, I am going to have 